Hey, it's the old Funkster here at TRSS Studios. I'm right off the Double Cross Ranch, and you're listening to the regular season sportscast. Let them know what you do, Jay. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown? This is Bill Carr from Team Tremendous, and you are listening to TRSS. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. This is Raymond, the Biomong Brawler, Reynoso, the first Puerto Rican world wrestling champion. And you're listening to the regular season podcast, Carrons. Regular season sportscast. So I got this new little cool bendable tripod from Amazon. So I figured I would just give it a try. Bend it in like weird shapes over here so that you get somewhat of a of an angle and shit. Trying to also make sure that I could get some type of view where the light isn't glaring on Facebook Live. Uh, speaking of Amazon, like this has been like the most tremendous day. Cyber Monday was fucking amazing. I mean, seriously. I usually don't like to partake in these pagan rituals of black fridays or cyber mondays but i figured i said hey what the fuck let me give this a shot so i was at work (laughs) the nerve of me right being at work shopping i'm like who does that whatever so i'm at work and i said let me get on uh let me get on amazon to see what's going on last year's amazon cyber monday sucked balls it was really not that good you know people had a lot of problems with that shit it was um it was one it was one thing that uh last year they had pretty much limited limited uh, items for for people they try to like lock it down this year they just they 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 were selling everything from the fucking kitchen sink to dildos and I, I kid you not I I'm gonna say that I might have saw I've seen an electric dildo I'm can't promise anything but I'm gonna say that I might have seen one so ladies if you're listening. Get up on the deals now. It it might still be out there for you guys. So I go on there and I uh I went to check out what was available and and I said let me get let me get um super producer Sally stuff out of the way because I know exactly the certain gimmicks that she needs for this year. Uh, one thing in particular was a new tablet. She had a tablet. For for quite a long time that's now has run its course and it sucks when you fucking have electronics that just they're done it's finito it's over with like you can't even upgrade it like i got fucking that shit is still like i think on uh not even kit kat that shit is like on fucking uh, on fucking munchkin donut or some shit whatever fucking fancy terminology they use on android so i just i just need to yeah, I know. I know Josie's boy. She needs a bike. I know. I'm working on it. This is what I'm doing on Facebook Live. I'm trying to like invite the world to it. And by the way, uh, Slick, I know you are the connoisseur of all connoisseurs when it comes to cyber shit. 
So um, I bow to you, sir uh, Jedi. I am nothing but a Padawan to you. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not really keen on it. But this this go around this this go around was fucking amazing. Like tablets that were like like almost fifty percent off. Uh, I I actually did. I, I I finished my Christmas shopping. I really did. I finished it off. Done. Finito. Unless you know some. Something pops up, which I know it doesn't. You know, something pops up where that maybe a certain individual may or may not require a gift. No, nah, it's not happening. No, no, nah, it's not gonna happen. But yeah, my 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 shopping is done, and uh, I, I I was pleased. I was I was pleasantly surprised by how quick and easy it was. Also, PSN, Jesus Christ, PSN was uh. It was very keen and helpful. Shout out to shout out to the uh, 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 a former co-host of this show who let me know that PSN had like this uh, Black Friday sale. Like, pff, who would have known? I, that's what I tell you. I'm I'm really not even in tune with shit like that. I'm like so far beyond it. But was uh, I, I got on PSN PSN Plus and he had like pff, I fucking racked up. It was like a hundred. It was maybe like a hundred and twenty nine dollars worth of stuff. I paid sixty eight bucks for it. I got like Witcher three, which I've always wanted to play, but never really fucking had the balls to knuckle down to it. Um, got the new Batman Telltale game. Slick will be happy that I got that. Um, I got Microsoft. Uh, excuse me. I would say that uh, Minecraft for 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 Super Producer Selly, and I was able to pick up Bully and Warriors, which I've been dying to play again for a while. So I I just fucking cleaned up over there. It was, it was, it was, I, let me tell you, I, I, I really want to say that this was such a relief to me to do this. Cause I felt, I actually felt like an adult for the moment. Cause usually cyber Fridays or I mean, cyber, cyber Mondays and, and, and black Fridays, they usually come around when it's not a pay week and I am money to fucking, I am money to fucking go out with and y'all people know the struggle, but, uh, when it does happen, this is something that I gotta deal with. Good looking, cause I need to. I need to finish the Walking Dead season two one. So season three is coming out soon. I gotta get up on that. Good looking, out slick. So this was a, this was like a, a comfort zone for me because this weekend was basically my my pressure was at a high, and it wasn't because of all the the cooking I did for Thanksgiving and the fucking hangover that I had from food. Yeah, I'm gonna blame it on the food while I sip my Corona. So yeah, no. What pissed me off this 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 past weekend was I'm a college football fan and I'm watching my Michigan Wolverines and whoops, guess what happens? Big Ten, you guys fuck us over again. And um, yeah, um, looks as though that uh Ohio State got one over got got one on us over again. Poor officiating. Michigan got like seven penalties. To Ohio State's two, and it's not because, oh, they're that good. We sacked their quarterback eight times. So you mean to tell me that the offensive line wasn't trying to hold our plays? From, no. All right, whatever. And then key play towards the end of the game, we stopped them at the line. I don't care what nobody tells me. They said they go, oh, the the the, the, the yellow line doesn't mean it's the first down marker. No. If it doesn't, then you know what? Mm, there's, there's something called measurements. Why don't we do that? We don't do measurements, huh? Oh, mm, maybe we can do that. Uh, yeah. Maybe we could get measurements, but no, they never, they, they never once thought of doing that. What? Why would they? Why would they do that? Huh. In any case, then after that, we score because the wins was taken out of us. And shout out to LeBron and uh, J.R. Smith being there, blowing um Ohio State's beef. 
Yeah, yeah. So what? LeBron is from Ohio. Big fucking whoop. Who cares? Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming out, guys. Fucking meat rise. I ain't never seen you in any other fucking Ohio State game, and now you at this one. Fuck out of here. Tell you that shit. That had me on on a tizzy for for a moment, and this and this just brought me back to my earlier days when I, I I. would watch football with my peoples in the hood and we would play in the hood. Let me ask you guys out there for anybody who's watching on it. And you guys slick. Are you athletic? Do you, have you played sports or something like that? Anybody, any of you guys out there play sports? I'm a guy that I played neighborhood sports. I try to play um, recreational and stuff like that, but my neighborhood didn't really have that much access to uh, rec sports like that. We didn't have too much. We had a PAL. For softball, we had PAL softball, which was which was cool. We also had um, the YMCA, which catered to us when it came to uh, to flag football or two hand touch or two hand rough. But um, we never really had like 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 in New York City, we had like you know Browns where they had the BRC, and uh, in, in in the city they had. Uh, west side of the west side why and all that we didn't really have access like that we just um we just had a lot of stuff to i know josie's boy was active in a lot of uh recreational basketball stuff i just i, I we, we we just did a lot of stuff in nate in our neighborhood like we played we made our own fields that's just what we do you know we we made our own fields made our own courts we were the, we were projects kids who Got the, the the crate, put up the crates. We played bald on the crate or the hanger. We put it up against something. We made our own makeshift baseball fields. We had a, we actually had a field, <coughs> excuse me, in the back of my building, which was, it was like a three and one. We could make it into a baseball softball field. We made it into a football field. And whenever it snowed or had gotten icy, we made our own little make ring hockey rink. Like seriously, it was like that. We were, we were um ghetto. We were very ghetto. Yeah, that, that's what we did. But this 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 time made me made me think about when when I was younger and I would play with you know the guys in my hood every day. Every day we were outside playing. Every day it was something. We would play, you know, football. Especially around this time, it was definitely football. Definitely football. We were we would go have we had the big field. In Williamsburg, we had um, Lindsay Park. We also had a little makeshift field across the street from my building. Then we had the one, like I said, in the back. Then we had the street. And it, it was always like catered to whatever whatever you know time it was or how many people were playing. It was, you know, We made it happen, like for real. Like that, that's, I, I always said that like this day and age when it comes to our youth, I don't think we have that anymore. There's not that much creativity and work to being recreational athletic anymore everything is just so technological now and it's weird because i'm I'm, you know even back in the days i was a gamer you know i play video games nonstop. but i even could pull myself away and i would play football i'll go outside and and when it snowed it was guaranteed everybody had to be outside getting ready to play football automatically you know and shout out to all my guys that i have on, on on facebook all my people that i grew up with uh Johnny put Johnny Padwani, my Johnny P, uh Ernie Lopez, Tashawn Doby, uh Frank Plaza, you know, I mean Rafael Vajaba, even guys from from Big Barinkin who we played, uh, Jesus Miranda, like we 
like these are guys that even to this day, like I'll see them and I remember how they play. Now, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hit up Jesus and I'll be like, yo, you still got that arm? Jesus always reminded me like Dan Marino or, um, my boy Doby was like, I think even to this day, he's like 40 something years old. And I think he still could hang with them young bucks. Me, I'm a fat shit that just likes to drink and watch other people play sports. I'm done. My, my moment of glory has passed. Right now, I'm creating players on fucking Madden to make it seem like I could, re- I could rekindle my, my, my youthfulness. But honestly, it's like, I, I, I do miss those days when we were younger and then we would go, play against each other and then the older guys will come like yo let us get in and then we'll get in the game they'll come in and we'll bust their ass but like, these little niggas is nice i don't even dare attempt to do that shit i'm afraid i might fucking drop my ankles of a uh, shot i feel like it's like if i if i lost a shock in my fucking like if a car that doesn't have a fucking shocks anymore my shit is done uh it, it I, my, you know, I gotta make sure I got my my blood pressure my blood pressure medication on going on and shit. I make make sure I took it early on. I like a couple of years ago, I um, this is when I was living in Bushwick. A couple of guys they invited me to go play in their field, and I said, like, "Yeah, fuck it, I go out there." It was on a Sunday. So let me go out and check it out. I had to be maybe, I have to say, maybe my late twenties, early thirties. I have to say, probably my early thirties. And I went out there and I was still spry for my age. And um I went, I went out there and it was like a fucking high school player going out there to play with the NFL. Shit was just too fucking fast for me. Guys were fucking sprinting out. I'm trying to pick up because they played line. I was like pick, picking up blocks. And I and I, I still was aware of what to do. Like I knew how to play, pick up a block. I knew how to move uh, on defense, how to how to make a spin move, make a swim move, and all that. I was still, but it was still like fucking young guys 18 19 20 years old just going in and i'm like um can can i drink some water like excuse me i'm thirsty i know i only i know i only play two downs but yeah i'm i'm, I'm a little parched so I, I i after then i was like i'm done i'm finito i'm finished so fast forward to this past week, maybe a week or two ago, uh, super producer Sally decides that she wants to learn basketball. Cool. Bought a basketball, pumped it up. It was a night. It was pretty much a, a decent day. Sally, uh, Josie's boy and myself took a walk to a park. By the way, if you're in Ridgewood, it, we, we have the worst fucking area to find fucking basketball courts. You really have to like go on a hunt to find this shit. So we take a walk and find a court. It was dark as fuck too. It was like it was like playing with fucking Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles. It was you couldn't see shit, but we tried, and I didn't want to disappoint her. I don't know if she wanted to you know take a couple of shots and 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 get a feel of of what it is to be on a basketball court. So we were doing it. So I had smart me. I go out there, and as New York as stupid as I can be, I go out there in basketball shorts and Timberlands. Yeah, I know, right. I didn't figure that I was going to be out there like running around. So I, I, I see Josie's boy getting his dribble on, taking a shot. You know, I see, you know, super producer Sally taking a shot here and there. And then uh, I said, hey, let me go reach out for a ball. So I went to go get a rebound. Didn't notice a little divot that was underneath the rim and ankle just fucking went out from under me. Folded. Done. I'm like, all right, I'm not running around no more. I'm finished. I'm over it. Nah, forget it. I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah. I'll just shoot. I'll just stand here. 
let my let my ankle recuperate because basically that just basically tells me that uh, it's over. <laughs> it's like now you know you can really tell how athletes really feel. It's like, well, you know, my days my, my days are well gone far behind me. So time to put me out the pasture and shit. I'm gonna go do commentary now and shit. Well, as a matter of fact, I got a microphone in front of me. Look at me I'm doing commentary. See that? So yeah. So any of you guys. Are you still capable of going out there and playing ball with, you know, at, at your age? If you're, let's just say, if you're older than 30, are you still able to go out and hang if you're, you're capable of doing that? Uh, because I've given up. I tapped out. It's over for me. I've, I, I'm going to do my best. I, I always go with the model. Uh, those who can't do, teach. And those who can't teach, teach gym i'm sorry if i've offended any gym teachers out there but it's true that's what it's, that's what they say all right so gotta give you guys the shout outs oh i forgot to do something welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast i'm your host jay the red santi here to bring you to you another episode i just rambled for about 18 minutes and did not introduce the show Hey, if you're a long-time listener, you should know what it is anyway. Be sure you check us out on Facebook on the Regular Season Sportscast group page as well as on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at RWJSanti. Check out the YouTube page, the Regular Season Sportscast. There, I just uploaded two episodes of Thanksgiving Throwdown. It was something that we put together when I worked at Pro Slam World. Uh, work, pff, work would mean that I got paid. When I freelanced, that's a good, yeah. When I freelanced at a Pro Slam World, shout out to Lorenz Dean. Uh, we, I, I put together a, a little episodic, well, it, it was episodic for that moment before YouTube upgraded itself. So I put up a two part episode of Thanksgiving Throwdown. It's something that was put together about, um, maybe I think about five, six years ago. It's a little, it's a little dated, yeah, whatever. But uh, some indie guys in there that you may know, I believe Amazing Red is there, and uh, yeah, check it out, you guys. Check it out on the regular season sportscast page on YouTube, and uh, make sure you check us out trsspodcast.com, rageworks.net. Everything that you need: sports, comic books, video games, pop culture, all things relevant. There is, it's all for your like, all for your bidding. Everything's there. TRSS podcast, rageworks.net, call me once over.com, and whatever the fuck tickles your fancy. Just check it out, guys. All right. So, for this episode, we do the usual rundown thank, uh, after Thanksgiving. And it's, by the way, did you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving? I pretty much did. I, I enjoyed it. I, uh, I got to tell you that um, I cooked a lot. I did a lot of cooking, which I don't mind doing. I really, it's not one of those drudgeries where, People sit there and put it up on the on their page and say, "Oh my God, I can't believe that I've been in this kitchen for." I don't. I enjoy it. I really. I. I. I it tickles my fancies to show off. I especially like to post pictures and show the ladies that I have the uh, the ability to serve and deliver. Wink, wink. Yeah, only in the kitchen because I my my bedroom my bedroom game is probably just as bad as my football game nowadays. Seriously, but either case, right. I, yeah, I, yeah, it's like that. That penny was banging, son, yo. If you guys don't know what a penny is, it's pork shoulder. Man, listen, I, I, I'll hook it up. It's, it's also like it's also a thing where you know you do pork, like pulled pork and stuff like that. So, 
yeah, so I, I, I don't mind the cooking. It doesn't bother me. I enjoy it. You know, I, 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 I like to see people enjoy my cooking. I, I thought that it was going to be just, just me here. And then all of a sudden I invited people over and we had a pretty decent time. And of course, wine and beer gets involved and it makes it even entertaining, even a little bit more. But you, you get, you get the leftovers for days. I'm finally, I think I'm done with the hangovers by the time of this recording is going out. The, 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 the leftovers is done. The hangover, not. But the leftovers, they're done. So, hope you guys enjoyed your 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 Thanksgiving. Pretty much Thanksgiving is just the day of genocide celebrating. That's just basically what it is. But it's also a time in which your family comes through and y'all get drunk and you eat. You talk shit about each other. And then when somebody leaves, then you talk shit about them even more. That's how it used to be in my household, too. When my family, we, we people will come over, we'll, we, we'll talk, hang out. And as soon as they walk out the door, you'll be like, did you see how much that fucker drank? Damn, that motherfucker drunk all about. What the fuck? Did you smell that weed on him? Shit. Damn. So in any case, this episode, damn, man, we just realized we, we're, we're closing out on the year. We're about to step into December, man. Shit. 2016 has been wow. Shout out to Fidel Castro, who finally bit the big one at the good old 9-0. I'm going to talk about him later. You know, a lot of people were sitting there talking about uh, ding dong, the dick is dead. But you got to understand, Castro might have had some good qualities about him. He wasn't too much like Hitler. I'll explain that to you guys later. We got um this week's rant. I'll get to that, guys, later on, as well as talking sports and shit and Turnbuckle Tabloid. Much to talk about. Big happenings this past Monday on Raw, as well as a lot of other stuff happening in other Indie promotions. Remember, WWE is not the only indie promotion. We'll get to that later on. So, guys, I'll check back in. Uh, got some advertising to hit you guys up with. So, make sure you check us out. And uh, don't go nowhere. We'll be back in a second. Woohoo! Why, look at what we have here, folks! TRSS Bits and Pieces. Hi, everyone. It's your friend, the good old Funkster Terry Funk. Have you ever wanted to cut a promo in your everyday life? Well, I've got something for you. Down here at Amarillo, Texas, at the good old Double Cross Ranch, I've put together a school for you to cut promos. Like me, the Funkster. I've been known to cut a promo in my wrestling days. So maybe we can help you to do the same. Here at the Terry Funk School of Promos. With my school, you can learn how to cut a promo and do it in everyday life and activities, such as at a wedding. Let me tell you something. My brother is the best person I've ever known in my life. He and I have been up and down these roads. We've wined and dined with kings and queens and slept in alleys and ate pork and beans. But I'm telling you right now, for this being his final main event, in this thing we call life I'm gonna tell you something He's picked the best tag team partner ever So Lorraine Make sure you hold that man strong And be knowing that you got The best tag team partner I have ever had <laughs> That's right friends You can cut a promo anywhere Such as when you get a promotion At work Hey Johnson just wanna let you know You did it you Got that promotion 
Well, let me tell you something, brother. I knew I was in line. There's no other jabronis in here that could have done the job better than me. Look, look at Smith. Look at Jones. Look at Martinez. You think that they could hold a candle to a main eventer like me? So that's right. You give me the gold. You give me the money. You give me the spotlight. Because I'm going to take it to the top. Hey, this even works for kids. Kids get cut up promo too. Just like this one. Uh, Miss Santiago, do you have your math homework? Math homework? Math homework? I don't need to know math. I only need to count to three. And that's why I know I'm going to beat you in the match. Yo, Jabroni! Terry Funk School of Promos is for everyone. So come down to the good old Double Cross Ranch and sign up for our open courses. We have fall and spring scheduling. We have specialized trainers who can help you get your promos together. So take it from me, the Funkster, and get your promo game up, son. And as my good old friend Mick Foley would say, have a nice day. This was a paid advertisement by Terry Funk, the Double Cross Ranch, and Amarillo, Texas themselves. You can also follow us on Terry Funk, Amarillo, Texas, Double Cross Ranch, and School for Promos on your internet sites. Search us on Google. This commercial was brought to you by the regular season sportscast. This is Zachary Snow representing HRG, and you're listening to TRSF. This week's rant. So for this week's rants, I really got to I, – I, I mentioned the Michigan-Ohio State game, and I really, really am – I'm fucking pissed. I mean, honestly, I am – I'm livid about this shit because, first of all, it sucks being a fan. I was going to do a rant about being fans, especially like an underdog fan. I probably did it before, but I want to do it again. But what's even worse is being a fan of a team that's actually doing well and you basically feel as though – that you get that you that you got robbed. Yeah, yeah. When you get a team that fucking works. All right. In case you, you in case you didn't guys didn't see it, Michigan Ohio State game. Michigan's playing in Ohio State. They were up coming out of the first half. They were doing well. Quarterback was injured. Spades was was injured, but he was still you know holding on to himself. Defense was holding the game. All of a sudden, hmm. Wow, whistles are being blown. Coach Harbaugh is getting a penalty and personal and, and personal fouls that, that result into scoring plays. And then we get a penalty for pass interference, which leads to a score. And then there's a pass interference that happens upon us, but no one blows the whistle. Oh, wow. Oh. And then the infamous, the now disp- uh, controversial fourth down play in overtime, which to me and even Ohio State, uh, Ohio State fans alike who saw, who, who, who basically who have vision, saw that their, their 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 running back didn't make it past the first down marker. He was short, and that would have ended the game. That would have been it. They even went to the booth, checked it out, and the play stands. And it's like, does anyone do? No one does measurements anymore. We don't. And fine, people will sit there and say, well, you know, the line is just is just there. As a a precautionary, not even precautionary, just 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 a uh, a visual for uh, television viewers to see. That's not an actual first down marker line. Or okay, fine. So bring out the measurement. And mind you, this is something that 
when it comes to college football, I don't see this happen in any other division. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe you guys should let me know about this. Maybe I don't know, but I don't see this in any other division except for Big Ten ball. Big Ten always have, has this kind of shenanigans going on in their division. Same could be said in any other sport. Like, we are coming to a day and age. We're in 2016 going into 2017. We should be coming to a point in our time where if we don't have robots, fucking, I mean, seriously, if we don't have, and I, and I say robots as in like fucking technology should be able to lock this down efficiently. We have cars that can park itself. Hell, we have cars that are going to drive themselves. Now we have to deal with incidents to where we can't even call a strike or a ball at a baseball game because certain officials have their own fucking rulings or ways of calling a game. I'm, I'm happy that certain sports has made, especially like in baseball, they've made strides to better the game, make it more fair, but... There was even an instance where uh, Tom Coughlin, who who now works with the NFL, Tom Coughlin, who was uh, the the head coach for the Giants, is now working with the NFL, and he even made instances where he said there's certain there's certain fields, there's certain arenas, there's certain stadiums that they don't even have camera work for sidelines. It's not even been implemented yet, and sidelines play like sideline plays have been crucial to games. Sometimes there's Players who may have stepped out of bounds, who may have caught a ball inbounds, but yet they have yet to make this something. Why? Why? Why do they don't have sensors on the floor anymore? Like, seriously, like what? I don't know. Like, they've done a lot of things. So like you could see that in in baseball, they have a fucking camera in second base. They even have a, a camera at home plate. Like wrestling has fucking cameras in their turnbuckles. WWE has that. What? What? I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like put together. Basketball has made strides themselves, but they also officiate the playoffs themselves as an indication of what, how ridiculous officiating has become. It has now become a thing to where human error can result in a disastrous ending of a game. And and especially a game in which that has high, high expectations. There needs to be some kind of, I don't we really got to, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to say and it's sad to say, but we really got to stop conforming and really start looking like iRobot and shit and start looking at our, 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 our friends in the technological world to fix this. This is just, this is, it's becoming ridiculous. This is crazy. Officiating seems as though that they cannot be handled anymore by human judgment i'm sorry it just does not look like it's gonna work it's going that way this really needs to get rectified if if human judgment human uh observation awareness if it cannot help put more fucking refs out there pay them if you can't if a line judge or an umpire or uh or or another official cannot help to mediate put another one out there i i I don't know i don't know what what goes on especially in high pressure games and i know people go oh well you know the officials are just on are are under that much pressure as the players 
Really? How? Nobody's judging them. Unless you fuck up a call. Go out there and do your job. That's it? That's all. That's all I just go out there and do your job. But we, we tend to forget sometimes too that they're under the microscope because, you know, they, they, if they do well on this game, then they get the big game. So if you are a good official for this big 10 game, then you get the bowl game. If you do well in this, uh, lower round playoff game, then you get the world series. It's, I don't know. We, we, we this, this is ridiculous because not only are, are are fans being affected but people who are you know who are investing monies in this as well there, there's too many instances where of you hear officials and you hear crews of we apologize for uh the it, no 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 and i could get it if it's sprinkled in certain areas of 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 the season no it's happening way too often and i think that we really need to start looking into technology to help rectify that so with that being said, I'm I'm I I don't get it I don't get it and I like I said I know it's not an easy job but I I I just we got to do something we got to do better. Speaking of which, doing better I'm trying to do better with the show. I'm bringing in new people. Last last couple of weeks I had the Kembe Mutombo Hall of Fame NBA sit in. He helped out. He did some announcements for me. So this week we have you know New York has big wrestling going on for December. House of Glory, uh, BCW, uh, other indie promotions in New York City have a lot of stuff going on. So with that being said, I have another Hall of Famer coming in, sitting down to TRSS, helping us out, doing some announcements. You might know him as uh, 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 Chainsaw Charlie, but we know him as the old Funkster, Terry Funk, coming in. He's gonna do some announcement for the show. I, Terry, Terry, have a seat. Thank, thank you. So, hey, how's everybody doing? I know it's late. You got a beer or something? Because I'm a, I, I just wanted to settle down. I just came. Just have a seat. Just, uh, the mic is on. Just go on. Um, yeah, mic, mic two is for you. Yeah. This one. Hey, hi. Is, is it all? Yeah, it's on, Terry. Thanks. Uh, hey, how you doing, Jay? How's everything? I heard I've done a lot of stuff for you for your show. I want to thank you for putting me out there. No problem. Uh, Terry, uh, there's the memo there. Just let people know what's coming up next. Uh, All right. Coming up on the next segment, Jay does talking sports and shit. You can curse on this show? Yes. It's a podcast. I get to do whatever I want on here. Really? Can you fight a goat in a barbed wire match? I don't. I, it's It's audio. It's not visual. If you want me to Facebook live it, I could, but fighting a goat and a why would you want to fight a i'm just asking i mean i've been in some weird fights in a few years oh congratulations on your retirement i heard you retired this past year i did oh then i guess i shouldn't take that booking at the end of the month all right guys once again terry funk is in the building be sure you check us out once again trsspodcast.com terry uh, you're not gonna give me hassle like the camp they did who all right, thanks. All right, guys, we'll be back. Uh, check you out in a minute. Terry, um, that's your second beer. You could put that beer down. I like beer. All right. You're listening to the regular season sports podcast with your host, Jay Sante. You are? I'm good, Hank Flanders. Man, we talking sports and shit. Kicking off talking sports and shit this week. For all you New England Patriots fans, 
congratulations. Tom Brady has received his 200th win as a NFL player. And for all you Patriot haters, Tom Brady has received his 200th win as a NFL player. Yes, my friends, those who love him, those who hate him, you cannot deny his accomplishments. The man has reached the 200th club tied with Peyton, Peyton Manning. Uh, I can, I can hear the moans and groans now across NFL fandom. All of you just not appreciating the fact of Tom Brady's greatness. By the way, he is from the University of Michigan. You do know that, right? Speaking of football, it seems as though there's some rumblings going around of the possible departure of Thursday night games from the NFL. Although the NFL has denied these uh, rumors or discussions, there is some sources detailing that there is some findings indicating the Thursday night games are not drawing the ratings in which they thought they would. And also, yeah, the, the games that they usually have on are usually shitty. It's usually bad fucking games. Let's be honest. They're, they're fucking god-awful. I myself believe that the game should be removed. I find it no point. I actually believe that it increases the chances of injuries because teams are playing on a short week. I think the Thursday games are pointless. If there's anything that you want to do, just implement maybe another Monday night game. Have a a, a East Coast game and a West Coast game if you want to improve possibly, you know, long standings. But other than that, just remove the Thursday game. Makes no it makes it it doesn't help or benefit the NFL or its players. So yeah, get rid of it. Staying with the NFL, it seems as though a certain certain individual, a legend in the game, is not welcomed on a sideline. Eric Dickerson, former LA Rams running back, has um has not been very kind to the Rams and their coaching staff, seeing as though that Eric Dickerson has expressed his opinions on head coach Jeff Fisher, who he has said does not need to be a coach for the Rams any longer, which I totally agree. The man has not had a winning season since. Yeah, I can't even think of it. He, to be honest with you, for years, this man has astounded me on how he has kept a job. I've always thought that the man has held, uh, I guess, teams, league owners and fucking not team owners and the league officials. I, I I always thought that he had like a briefcase full of like nude pictures of them with farm animals or something. Cause this guy always seems to have a, a fucking job. I, I, I don't get it. You know, for years I've always sat there and wonder how the hell did he's kept work. I remember him when he was the coach for the Houston Oilers and the Tennessee Titans. And then uh, after that, he just had a, roundabout career with the LA Rams and I and with St. Louis Rams as well. And I'm just like I'm astounded by like how he's been able he's he has 173 wins and 163 losses, which is barely over five hundred. I career wise he's also barely over five hundred because he's five and six in the postseason as well. I, I, I guess some people have all the luck, I guess. Hmm. So with that being said, Eric Dickerson is no longer allowed 
on the sidelines. It seems like uh, as for now, he will be basically having to watch the game from you know the comfort of the luxury suites. Oh, so if if some people had bad karma, imagine watching a football game from the luxury suites. Ugh, the nerve. Go ahead. Make my day. Seems like Conor McGregor had to vacate his title. You know, the man who sat there and wanted to walk around with the two belts. The man recently had to uh, vacate his featherweight championship due to his inactivity in the division. Though many have said that uh, 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 Cormier, that Mr. Mr. Heavyweight Champ up there, Daniel Cormier himself, has yet to fight and i believe the past 18 months he has yet to vacate his title but to me honestly i don't think he should go down and and wrestle in that weight anyway i think conor mcgregor is better off not having that divisions championship and that belt he's he seems a better fit in his weight class now he seems like he could only get bigger and stronger so yeah that that, that little belt will just be a little accessory he probably has a couple of them around in the house anyway so it doesn't even matter so you can get rid of that one Go get a Gucci one. You got the money for it. This past week, it seems as though we lost a legend in the baseball. F- no, no, actually, it is a legend because a lot of people believe that th- this individual if he were able to play baseball, that he might have been the tyrant that he became. Former Cuban leader and dictator Fidel Castro passed away at the age of 90. Why am I talking about this on a sports show? Why do I talk about anything on this damn show? But, fun fact, in case you guys didn't know, Fidel Castro was actually a sports lover. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And the sport that he loved most was baseball. Rumor has it that while he was in college studying at the University of Havana, uh, Castro played baseball extremely well. How rumor had it and legend tells that he was an extremely efficient and strong pitcher and even played in a simulated exhibition game with some MLB players at the time, such as Hank Greenberg. Some may say that he was highly scouted to play for the major leagues, but due to uh, his passion and love for politics and military, he decided to decline the offer. But after TRSS staff doing research, TRSS staff means me. Seems as though those rumors are just nothing but rumors. They're legendary. Although he did play baseball and was a, a baseball aficionado and fan, he was not a professional or college player he just played it recreationally many have said that the death of Fidel Castro is a movement in a better uh, culture form for the Cuban uh, the, the Cuban people and their country but there are some who believe that Castro has some good points first of all they have a zero illiteracy rate in Cuba which means everyone there can read and write everyone also when it comes to schooling particularly in certain areas such as medicine there is free schooling and you know besides the fact that you know 
he, he kept his people down and he had his anger towards the American, you know, the American uh, people and its government. Uh, for all the people that he was oppressing, it seems though they pretty much loved him. They, they, they had love for the man. And once again, Cali Kaepernick has showed his face in this area of, I guess, politics or social consciousness in which he wore a Fidel Castro shirt after the man's demise. And a Miami reporter questioned him about it. I think after a while, you know, we, I don't, it's, uh, I can say this, if, if, if a person like Colin Kaepernick could take the heat that he's going to get for his beliefs and thoughts, more power to him, because at least he has a retort or, or, or a reply to it. But after a while, some people just need to start analyzing whether or not it's worth the consciousness of going back and forth, or are we just doing it because we're either trolling or we have, you know what I found out about, and this is, this would be a quick hit that I just get, you know what I found out about America, the majority of people in the society is that if it's not American or if it's against what you believe, you might as well ridicule it and put it down and, and, and to just deem that person to be ignorant or just stupid. I've come to the, the, the sense that although you might not agree with a person, you automatically deem them to be anti-American because it's not the American way. And and I find it odd. Let's I for instance, I just mentioned, you know, the the the, the positives of what uh, Fidel Castro had done with his people in, in Cuba with the literacy rate and all that stuff. Why can't why 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 can't America take these traits? Like why can't we or 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 free schooling? Why why can't we take these traits? But yet when we point out those positives about certain individuals all of a sudden we're fascist or we're communist or i i never understood that those those things seem weird to me i don't know but you know anything that's just anti-american is like oh you know, traitor to your country it's whatever fucking assholes oh, no. it's so hard to say goodbye and on another sad and somber note a airline crash just decimated a practically a whole brazilian soccer team in colombia seems as though 71 people died in a plane crash involving a brazilian football team the plane carrying the football team crashed on an approach from medellin colombia on monday night killing 71 of the 77 people on board Four passengers were not listed on the flight, and they believe that uh, the remaining were surviving with extreme injuries. I condolences go out to the players and the passengers, as well as the crew who lost their lives on said flight. Jesus! And finally, there was a story that I recently posted on the regular season sportscast Facebook page about a high school football team who had a Down syndrome. F- player seems as though he was a part of the football team and uh of course on their senior day and such he was put on the field and he got a he got a play they uh kicked off the ball he got he got the ball 
And he ran one in for a touchdown, of course. They let him. You know, they, they. Here's my thing. As honorable and as, as uh, nice as that sounds, don't you think that's a little bit um, cheesy? And uh, I don't know. I, I just think that it's, it's very... I, I, I understand the situation, you know, and I, and I get it. I even... I even mentioned it on the the regular season sportscast page that I, I me I I would have I think it's patronizing but I would have tackled him I because I, I would have want I would want that person to feel as though that they're part of the game like that that you know don't don't make me you know feel try to make give this whole wholesome feel good about myself I I would have rocked him I'm seriously I would have hit him you know and uh, Black Mac said you know. I'm a loser because I I said I would not. But it's true. You want to make him feel as though he's part of the team. I mean, sure, if you wanted to give him a feel-good story, like get the ball at the one-yard line and let him score from there. But give him something to have the other team tackle him. You know, fuck it. Let him tackle him. That's my same thing when there was this 85-year-old former football player who went out there during a flag football scrimmage and they allowed him to score i would have i would have i would have popped him fuck it come on come on let's 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 be real let's 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 do all this we sometimes it's we're getting a little bit too soft honestly please that's just let's let's everyone feel let's make everyone feel like they're a part of something and just (laughs) pop his ass (laughs) All right, when we come back, we're coming back with NFL's preview and review with, of course, Jay and Sully. We're doing our picks. We're just going to do our rundown to see what's coming up for the next week of NFL. Fantasy football playoffs should be starting. And um, ugh, I hated this season. I really did. I, I couldn't stand this year. It's fucking terrible. Oh, man. Uh I don't know why I do it to myself. Every year I tell myself, fuck it, I'm not doing it, I'm doing it. And I end up doing it anyway. Whatever. So we're going, we're leading into that. And we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Oh, by the way, uh, Terry Funk has something to say. Hey, you know that I used to play football down in a double cross ranch. And I was one hell of a player. It, it, it led me to to take a few bumps and be able to get hit in the head. Um, I love football. One of my most favorite pastimes in the whole world, besides getting into exploding death matches in Japan and getting kicked in the head by a horse during a match. Yeah, I remember that. You got kicked in a... Did that hurt? Not as bad as hearing Mick Foley tell his jokes. That's painful. All right. Uh, th- th- thanks a lot, Terry. All right, guys. We'll be back. Terry, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Hey, guys, this is Sonia Strong, and you're listening to the regular season forecast. She loves daddy. He thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally. Drop the beat on them. Drop the beat on them. 
getting lit on them. We're talking football in this place, Simi. Alright, enough of that. Sorry. <laughs> we got too, like, distracted. Oh! Drop the beat on them. This should be freestyle. a music video. Freestyle on them. The NFL on them. Oh, 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 oh. Alright, guys. This week's football preview and review game time Jane Sully. Been a it, it's been a roller coaster ride of epic proportions. The NFL has had its uh, fair share of doozies. Past couple of weeks, teams have been uh, having a little bit of troubles with getting their extra points going on. It's been it's been amazing. Uh, I believe the previous week they were like eleven missed extra points. Uh, teams are are still not getting accustomed to the distance you would think by now it'll be something in which they could get used to but no no apparently not they can't get used to it so yeah we're gonna have to work on that guys get it together so this past week we saw some saw some teams make some moves make some make make some strides in trying to get over the 500 mark Uh, a team in which i didn't think was gonna actually start bouncing back but they they, they're looking kind of strong this this go around the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are trying to stay in contention of in their division seeing as though that the Carolina Panthers are not the Carolina Panthers of old looks like this is this is their time to start showing up and becoming a more effective team of course my other half in this segment super producer Sally's in the building so Miss super producer can I ask you something you seem to be very very interested in some new new aspects of your schooling looks like you're enjoying a little bit of the uh, writing aspect of of life now, aren't you? Yes. You're becoming one of a little prolific writer over there, aren't you? Yeah, no, the audio is coming up a little bit. Got to check that out. Eh, whatever. So, yeah, it seems like you're becoming a little writer over there, huh? I got pages one through five. Five pages of writing. Can you give the can you give the, the listeners a just an idea of what the story is about? So it's mostly about a superhero. It's a superhero story? Yes. Is the protagonist a female or a male? A female. Oh, it's about a female. And, and not for you. Not for me? No, she's older. She's she, 16. She's 16? She's younger? Yes. She's oh, young. darn it. No hot soup for me. No. All right. Can I get the mother, though? Can I take... Can I take? No. No, no. It's not even fair. She ta- she doesn't she doesn't want no man. She she she's staying with. How, how you know? How you know she don't want no man? Because this is my story, all right. Good point. Good point. You mean touche, a touche, touche, my friend, touche. Mm-hmm. Speaking of no, which, can, not friend. Oh, no, not friend. you're my bestie. Ew. Oh, <laughs> so you you bring up a good conversation. Why can I not date? First. Yes, please. Yeah. Why can I not date? Why can I not find love? Because you have me and me and me and me and and me. All I need, all I need is you. Yes. All I have is you. Like the song. That's just that's sad. You won't let you won't let your father find love. So you don't want to be with me? Oh no, I do, I Mm -hmm. do. But the point is, is that when you're not here. Who who can I run to? Play with AJ. AJ, AJ's boring. He sleeps all day. And he humps you. That's not good. 
AJ the engineer is not helping. He doesn't help at all with my loneliness. How about playing video games? That helps a little bit. That, How about that. being with your peoples? Yeah, but sometimes I need the Me? attention. I need you. Oh, oh, I saw that face. I saw that face. And oh, it's true. I saw it. I, you I, were like. Do you, are you afraid that somebody's going to take your place? Yes. Mm-hmm. No one will ever take your place. Just to let you know that. No one will. You will always be number one. No one. You'll always be. How long How long is this going to go for? How long am I not going to be? Can Am I going to be without a girlfriend? Never. I can never see anyone. Never. Ever. This is a sad, sad world, my friends. This is a sad, sad, lonely world. But for my child, I shall move on and move forward. For she will change her mind sooner or later. And this leads to... Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So last week we were coming in hot. We were coming in hot, Celeste. You were at eighty-eight, seventy-one, and two. Super producer Sully. Super producer Sully. Not, not, not. Oh, you don't want your government out there. You tell it. You tell me my real name, like Spider-Man. <laughs> name is Peter Parker. Oh, sorry. Shh. No one's supposed Shh. to know that. So, Super Producer Sally, you're at 88, 71, and 2. I'm at 91, 88, and 2. And also, that's not no, my see. name. Celeste isn't not. I mean, excuse me. You're at 88, 71, and 2. I'm at 90. I was at 91, 68, and 2. And Matt, Matt just quit. Matt said he has no way he's coming back. He gave up. He disqualified. He disqualified himself. He he's gone. To, now he has to do the saddest. Yeah. So he has to he has to give up some of that money for your your roller skate. So be ready for that. And uh, last week you went twelve and four, and guess what? I went twelve and four as well. We so, both tied. So you are I at one hundred seventy five and two, and I I'm at one hundred three seventy two and two. You're still three games back. I'm so smart. You are in it, my dear. You are in it to win it. Yeet. So this week. There's some movies and happening shakings, some goings on, some big things, some Street Fighter moves. I got some hedge, hedge So starting off Thursday, the 825 game, we have the Saints and the Panthers, and you chose. I actually chose. Wait, wait, can I repeat that? Repeat that? Okay, let's start it again. <laughs> All right, Thursday night game. We have the Saints versus the Panthers, and you chose. No, no, excuse me. The the Lions versus. I got the wrong one, too. (laughs) It's the Lions versus. Sorry, people. I got the Saints. Uh, And the Cowboys versus the Vikings. I got the Vikings. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So. Okay. I, I thought happened? I got the wrong one. No, it was my. my, I had the wrong wrong, uh, script. It was the wrong script. Sorry, we got our own, like. So we like actors right now. Yeah, wait, wait. We're learning on. acting, so we got our. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have the wrong script. Hold on. <laughs> how did that happen? Huh, how did that? Maybe you didn't put yours. I'm still looking for my paperwork. You know what? Let me just help you right now. Let me help you. So it says. You read it, guys. Cowboys 
vs the Saint, the Vikings. And who did you pick? I actually chose the Vikings. I chose the Vikings as well. Without I, no paper. No, no, I, re- I remember. I chose the Vikings as well because okay. I believe this is the week that the Cowboys okay. may falter off. The Cowboys. Don't think you got everything on your phone. Cowboys are playing one hell of a season. They are knocking it out. Say one heck. Oh, sorry. One heck of a season. You just splattered it down. They play one heck of a season. (laughs) But um, I think this is going to be the week in which the Vikings actually are able to play the upset and put the Cowboys out of the commission for at least this one week. Plus, we need it as Giant fans. We need the Cowboys to get an L this week. On Sunday, we have the Lions versus the Saints, and you chose? I actually chose the Saints. I chose the Saints as well. The Saints are riding some type of wave right now. It's funny because, you know, I, I really I really wanted to see the Lions start to show more of a dominance. Like, but... In the- they really should be showing more of a dominance because this is their time to. Uh, it's like a grow and grow. Oh yeah, they should like be. You did. You're great, but you just need. Oh no no, they they're on a three game winning streak. They're pretty good. Yeah, but- they're, they're on a three game. But I think when it's coming up to the Saints right now, the Saints are trying to fight their way back into the NFC South, and this will be the time in which they could actually play upset and help out the Vikings and the Panthers. So I chose the Saints as well at home. You have the Patriots and the Rams, and you chose Patriots. You uh, said Patriots. I said Patriots. Okay. Patriots Lying. and the Rams, and you chose. I chose the Patriots. I chose the Patriots as well. The Rams, uh, as I mentioned earlier, it seems as though that there are some people who are not happy with the coaching of Jeff Fisher, aka Eric Dickerson, and um, Rams are riding a two-game losing streak and looking at four and seven in their division. division. You have the Broncos versus the Jaguars, and you chose. I I I am going to take the Broncos on this one. The Broncos had a big, big game last week. Lost it in overtime against the Kansas City Chiefs. I actually wanted them both to tie. I wish they did because at least it will solidify the Raiders to be in the number one spot. But uh, Jaguars riding that six-game losing streak. And I think you're just waiting for them to just get off that get off that streak and find a, find a win somewhere. You got the 49ers versus the Bears because this is basically the doo-doo versus the really doo-doo. You chose. Uh, I chose. I actually chose the 49ers. I didn't know what to put. I didn't want none of them to win. But I actually chose the 49ers. This is the kind of game in which that the, the, the team, I wouldn't be surprised if this if a team tied, if, if both teams tied in this one. But I chose the 49ers. I think out of both teams, although they're on a two, 10 game losing streak and they're 1-10, this will be the time in which that uh, they may pull out a win, especially against the Bears. You have the Texans versus the Packers and you chose... I chose the Packers. I chose the Packers as well. Texans, although they are holding up, I think this is a game in which the Packers are showing that they could possibly make a bounce back. The Texans are on a two-game losing streak, but last week the Packers showed that they might be finding some type of arsenal of weaponry, especially with Adams as their wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers did a hell of a job finding him last week, so this looks like this could be their bounce back. They still have no running game, but they look like they could win without it. 
You have the Chiefs versus the Falcons, and you chose. I chose the. I got lost. Yeah, you chose the Chiefs. Yes. <laughs> Chiefs are eight and three, right behind the Raiders. They're holding off strong. They're holding on strong there. Had a big overtime win against the Broncos, and as for the Falcons, the Falcons are still leading the NFC South at seven and four, but. Sometimes you never know what Matty Ice, with all those weapons he has over there, with just all those guys collectively, you never know what offensive unit gets on that field. You have the Dolphins versus the Ravens at the 1 o'clock you chose. I actually chose the Ravens one. And we're bringing it back now. Yeah. All right, so you chose the Ravens. I'm taking the Dolphins on this one. Um, I think the running game... For the Dolphins are being will be more of a factor for this one against the Ravens. Ravens are six and five atop of the AFC North, tied with the Steelers. As for the Dolphins, the Dolphins are keeping pace. Six-game winning streak, looking really, really good at that end. Right behind the Patriots. Just one of those things in which I think this will be a game that'll go down to the running game. And if I'm not mistaken, the Dolphins can outrun. The Ravens. We have the next one. You have the Eagles versus the Bengals, and you chose. I, I had a highlighter. Uh huh. It screwed. It like messed up. Uh huh. So then I had to use a permanent, no, a permanent marker and write the Eagles. You chose the Eagles. I chose the Eagles as well. The Bengals are on a unfortunate slide. <laughs> There's some rumors going around that their coaching staff may be seeing the axe soon. Uh, they're look they're three seven and one on a three game losing streak. Oh. As for the Eagles, the Eagles had a tough loss last week against the Packers, but even so, I think this will be a the, the game in which they bounce back and try to keep pace and stay in the hunt in that NFC East. You have the other well, you have the four o'clock, which is the Bills versus the Raiders, and you chose. I choose. Chose the Raiders. I chose the Raiders as well. Okay. Derek Carr suffered an injury where he dislocated his finger, but he was able to come back in the game. He hold dislocated off. his finger. Yes, he did, and he was able to hold off the charging Carolina yeah. Panthers. Raiders were looking strong early on in the first half, but the Panthers came back in the second half and looked strong. But once again, the Raiders were able to pull off the win, and I chose the Raiders as well. Buccaneers versus the Chargers. You chose. Buccaneers. Buccaneers are riding high with Jameis Winston with a three-game winning streak. I chose the Buccaneers as well, going up against the Chargers. Chargers are a team in which we always figure as though would be better than they are, but they're not. They're five and six, but they're bad-looking five and six. Although they came off, of, they come off a win last week. It's still a thing in which uh, this I is wish a Chargers I knew team. All of this. this is a Chargers team that's. Ugh. I really wish I knew all of this. Really needs to start watching more football games. I never watched them. I just. We have the Giants versus the Steelers, and you chose. I choose the Giants. The Giants are riding the wave at a six-game winning streak, coming off a big win against the Browns. Odell Beckham, Eli Manning hooking up, having a big, big game. The Steelers are, as I said earlier, tied 6-5, but they are riding a two-game win streak. Although the Giants are going into hostile territory, I think the Giants will pull out the win there. Redskins versus the Cardinals, and you chose. 
Cardinals. I I like the Cardinals to win this one as well. Although they don't look good at the four and six mark with a two-game losing streak, I I think they could play spoilers to the Redskins. Although Mr. Kirk Cousins is screaming, "How you like me now?" I don't think they really that good on paper. Sorry, guys, but I really am not a big fan of the Redskins. You just have one of those bipolar-type teams, and the Redskins are one of those. You have the Seahawks versus the Panthers on the Sunday night 8.30 game you chose. Seahawks. Seahawks had a depressing and shocking loss last week against the Buccaneers. What? They're going in. You did not tell me this. Panthers are playing Seattle. At home with the th- Yo, with the twelfth man. My people's gotta upgrade. That's all right. The, the Seahawks are there, still commanding that AFC West. They have no troubles over there. I chose the Seahawks as well. Mm-hmm. And finally, the Monday night game. They have the Colts versus the Jets. You chose. The, well, I started with the Jets, but uh, I got mixed up, so I chose the Colts. I chose the Colts as well. The Jets have the revolving doors of quarterbacks over there. I'm decide. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I should go and try out for the Jets quarterback position as well. I might not be that great at the QB spot, but I might be able to hold up longer than a lot of those guys over there. The Colts, the Colts are trying to be convincing. The Colts are trying to tell people that they are contenders. Although they lost last week, they are still five and six and still in the hunt for the AFC South. And that was our picks for this week. All right, so this week we got a uh, we got House of Glory. This week we are going to the House of Glory student show. It's gonna be lit. Gonna be lit, 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 lit. You excited? Eight, eight. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, any shout outs this week? I would like to shout out to AJ. Oh, I said his. Well, you didn't say I his full name. Oh. oh. <gasps> <laughs> shout out to AJ the engineer and. Um, we all, are not going to say his real name. And all your classmates in, in your four, in four three, your fourth grade class. Yes. All right. So. That's it. And everybody. All right, guys. That was Jay and uh, Sally's uh, game time. So with the outro. She loves daddy. He thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally. Say goodbye, Sally. All right, guys. That will lead us to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Be sure you check us out on Facebook on the Regular Season Sportscast Facebook page, as well as on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santee. Check us out on YouTube at the Regular Season Sportscast page. Like I said, I just added two new videos on there for Thanksgiving Throwdown. It's an old video, but it's a good video. New York City Indie Wrestling at its finest. And be sure you check us out at RageWorks.net and get all downloads that are available for TRSS are at TRSSpodcast.com. So when we be back, it'll be Turnbuckle Tabloid. Check you guys in a sec. Why, look at what we have here, folks! TRSS Bits and Pieces. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. We're here to bring you nothing but non-stop wrestling. You love wrestling. You love guys beating up each other. You love women beating up each other. Do you love women and men beating up each other? 
Well, guess what? Here at GFM, all we have is wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. At GFM, we'll have stars such as Hulk Hogan, Rick Flair, Larry Zabisco, Bruno San Martino, Cody Rhodes, Goldberg, Gilbert, Bobby Lashley, The Brooklyn Brawler, Barry Horowitz, Barry O, Alberto Del Rio, Danny DeMonto, Jimmy Hart, Sabu, Rey Mysterio, Tony Atlas, Tony Nese, Virgil, Wally, Tito Santana, James Ellsworth, Ricochet, No Way Jose, Sonny, Lita, Super Crazy, Daphne, Leo Rush, Gangrel, Cisco, and Terry Funk. Hi, I'm Terry Funk, and I'm part of GFM Wrestling. You can be a part of GFM Wrestling. If you could donate a small portion of your income to GFM Wrestling, GFM Wrestling, GoFundMe Wrestling, just needs a contribution from you and yours to bring this wrestling promotion to life. So, with the amount that you would spend for a bottle of Hennessy at the club, you too could help provide such work and entertainment to the masses, not only for wrestling fans, for society in a whole as well. So please, donate your time and your money, but really your money, to GFM Wrestling. Go Fund Me Wrestling. The wrestling promotion for you and yours and for my pockets. Go Fund Me Wrestling. Be a part of Go Fund Me Wrestling. And please, 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 please donate a little bit of yourself to our promotion. Thank you. And body slam for love. Go Fund Me Wrestling. You can donate to GFM at GoFundMe.org. Search GFM Wrestling. And please, whatever you have in your pockets, even if it's spare change or a bumper sticker from your child's school, don't donate anything you can. GoFundMe Wrestling is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. Yeah, this is Chris Seaton. And this is Smooth Blackman. And we are the NYWK. And you're listening to the TRSS. <laughs> Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Turbuckle Tabloid is brought to you by House of Glory. House of Glory this week, Saturday, December 3rd, will be having a student show at the world-famous Elks Lodge. The Elks Lodge at ICW Arena, Queensboro Elks Lodge, 82-20, Queens Boulevard, Elmhurst, Queens. If you guys are in the New York City area, make sure you check that out. Doors open at 7 p.m. Make sure you are there. It's going to be a stack, stack lineup card. The House of Glory, Crown Jewel champion, Cambro will be going up against Rude Boy Riley. House of Glory's champion, Anthony Gangone, will be going against the former champ, Ricochet. In the singles competition, you got Zack Sabre Jr. versus Mark Quinn, one half of a private party, as well as an intergender match between Sasha Jenkins versus Sonya Strong. But when you hear that name, doesn't it sound like two female? Any case, be sure you check them out. Cards are subject to change. Tickets are $20. And make sure you check them out at HOGWrestling.net. That's HOGWrestling.net. I'm going to be there, and the regulars will be there as well. So to kick off 
Turnbuckle Tabloid. Ring of Honor has a big card this Friday. That's right. Ring of Honor's final battle will be in the New York City area as well. Speaking of which, Terry. Hey, oi, Funkster. Terry, wake up. Terry. Terry. Hi. 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 More beer. More beer. Will be at the Manhattan Center's Hammerstein Ballroom. 7.30 p.m. doors will open. Guys, 8.45 is a pre-show, 9 p.m. bell time. Make sure you check them out. It's this Friday, December 2nd. Lineup will be for the World Championship. Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Ring of Honor's World TV champ. It's a four-corner survival match. Dragon Lee versus Bobby Fish versus Will Ospreay and, versus, and also Matt uh, Marty Scurll. For the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship, Mark and Jay Briscoe will face off against the Young Bucks. Ring of Honor Six-Man Tag Team Championship, Leo Rush with Jay Wright and Kushida will be going up against the Kingdom, Matt Taven and the crew. You got Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal as well as Jushin Thunder Liger versus Silas Young. And in a grudge match, Colt Cabana will be going up against Dalton castle with his boys the motor shooting machine guns will go up against donovan dijack and the rebellion which will be caprice coleman red titus and kenny king as well as for the pre-shows all lucha rules tempura boys versus cheeseburger and will ferrara like i said make sure you check those guys out at ring of honor it will be something in card is subject to change ring of honor is actually really dope if you guys have been watching it man like i know it's tough for people to find I I get it on the internet. I have um like I said, Amazon Fire Amazon Fire Stick works fantastic for me. So you guys need to find the hookup. Like if y'all know me, I got y'all. Come check me. People out there charging outrageous prices for the hookup, but I got y'all. Don't worry about it. Come see me. So in any case, make sure you check out Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is like so fucking dope. As well as all other promotions and indie promotions. Like I said, WWE is not the only promotion wwe is the be all end all because that's where you want to finish off and be at but pretty much yeah that's just what it is it's the be all end all but it's not the only place to be so expand your horizons guys there's other yeah I, you know it's funny because matt matt and matt will come through to hang out and he always wants me because there's an app on the amazon fire where uh it's there's indie wrestling and it's, a, it's the funniest thing because you find indie wrestling for not only the United States, but across the globe. But we love looking for the ones in like the sticks, like in middle America and stuff, because it's just it's so bad that it's good. <clears throat> you know, production wise, it's terrible and you can't like uh, it's just it's it's hilarious, but it's so good. You guys got to check it out. It's hilarious, man. So about to hit the clock on myself. Get ready. Because here we go. All right, so Monday Night Raw. Um, they really, really, really need to do something about Raw. People are saying the three hours are too much, which is funny because when you don't have three hours, it's like, oh, it's not enough. But you have an expanded roster. You can do stuff with that roster. Just a whole weird dynamic when it comes to that roster, though. You know, of course, the big, the big goings on over there is the Kevin Owens 
Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns angle, which is great. It's, it's, so far, that it's it's that's great. First of all, Kevin Owens is just prolific and just masterful on the mic. He and Jericho are just. They're charismatic. They they get it over. They get the matches over. Even if they mess up, they still which they did. Even though when they fuck up, it's still great. You're still able to put it together. It's 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 a combination. It's, and now you bring in a Seth and you bring in Roman, which helped to build up the the whole robber, the the whole uh, uh, dichotomy and the, and the majesty of the universal title. It's it's great. I think it's going well. I like how this segment break off with Seth. Running into Chris Jericho in the parking lot. Things happening there. Owens versus Roman in the main event clicked perfectly. I just think that there's something else missing in Raw that needs to get it over. Something else really needs to put that show over. I don't know if it's because it's too... I thought we weren't going to see Mick Foley and Steph so much. I I thought they were going to pull away from that. But I guess not yet. Speaking of which... Anybody catch a mixed tooth falling out of his mouth? I know people trying to cover it up and say it's gum. No, it was his tooth. It was too full out of his mouth. Shh. That, that's epic. That is, you gotta love live TV. Fucking gold. Also, this thing with Sami Zayn and um, him just... He's gotta go. He's, he's not a... He should leave Raw as well as... They're pairing up Cesaro and... Sheamus again oh why 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 we, can we cut that out for a second please that needs to that we, we, we had its run please don't put them in in the hunt for the tag team titles again and speaking of pairing who should get paired up and this is this is this is something that was brought to my attention by uh by Josie's boy and I agree Heyman needs a new client and not a client that's like a come up client. You need an established person. You need somebody who's who's already been making strides, who's been making waves, who's who's showing their dominance, and a client that could be possibly looked upon equally on the same level as a Brock Lesnar. One individual I may say that could be one Josie's boy pointed this one out that Rusev would actually be a good fit to be a Heyman guy. Which I say is a great look for him because he's already a monster. And with the right guidance, we can get him to be in a poised position to take the Universal Championship and bring it as a pure heel factor. Especially with Brock going down by the wayside for now and... Leading up to which is going to be his entrance in the Royal Rumble. Looks like Paul Heyman could use another individual in his stable. I also believe that an individual who could be a Heyman guy coming up to the main roster becoming full heel is Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe is a guy that could work with Heyman. It, you know, doesn't have to say much. Let um let him be the protagonist that will will, will start off a nice heat. With a fellow Samoan Roman Reigns, I think that'll be a good start off for him. But yes, Heyman needs at least two or three more clients. Keep him busy for a while. Let's let's just do that. As for the tag team division, the clock is ticking. 
And with that clock ticking, I'm believing that the clock should be ticking to tell the new day. We're done. I, I, I'm serious. I'm done. I think they're going to hold off for as long as they can until they can, like I said earlier, they're going to sell Booty O's Christmas cereal. But I, I, I think it's run its course. Like the guys, I think a lot of those guys individually could fit in other areas. Kofi could have a nice run for the United States Championship. Xavier Woods and Big E. You know, Woods Woods could... It's funny because with him, he could play such a good managerial role as well as a wrestler. He could also be paired off and work with a lot of other talented uh, wrestlers for tags. But I think this could be the right time for B- Big E to get his long-awaited push. Let's get him into some mid-card or even main event type angles let's get him over we, we we see he has character we see he could play the heel very well and he is a dominant powerful individual let's get him in that mix as well as for the sammy's Zayn, the sammy zane stuff with braun Strowman, i like it but how long can we do this he needs to go to smackdown let's get him over there also there's been some hiccups and some stuff about the cruiserweight division. You do guys, you guys do know that the other besides the ones that you brought in, there are individuals who fit the criteria. Sami Zayn is not a big dude. Like he could fit that cruiserweight mold. You could get him in there to go for some some championship runs there. Neville, where is he? You can get him in there to get some you know, get get him some some championship run as well in the cruiserweight division. Problem with the cruiserweight division is that you have it on Raw. There's a lot to be focused on there with that division. That's why you did the 205 Live, which I'll get to in a minute. But there still seems to be that factor that's missing. And I think if you put guys like Sami Zayn in there and a Neville, it brings the competition level up. You still got Tony Nate and Tony Nice. You got Drew Gulick. You you have Davari in there, those which are really really good guys that are in that mix. Then that makes CJ Perkins, everything in there is solid. But if you bring guys like a Sami Zayn and Neville and escalate it, it'll bring more prominence to that said division. As for everything else going on the line, Roman Reigns, United States Champ, I'm feeling it, guys. Stop booing him. It's done. Also, they need to change his 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 fucking gimmick. His his, his, his gear is done. I actually created one on. Uh, WWE 2K17. He and uh, Dean Ambrose need to change their shit up. I saw someone posted on a wrestling group page what they thought would be a good idea for him. I said it looks good, so I created one of my own, kind of similar black tights. It, it, it's a better fit. This, he looks like he just got fired from Walmart security crew. Like it just needs to go away, go the fuck away. And Dean Ambrose, I'll get to that in a minute. But yes, and the women's division. Oh, oh, the women's division on Raw. Where are ye? What are you doing? Honestly, you have. I mean, I mean, listen. I get it. The whole back and forth transitioning, Sasha, Charlotte. That's where the, the you know the world of the women's, the women's of the wars, whatever the war, the war of all the women's of however you want to say it. I get it, and I know people are upset about the whole hot potato with the with the belt, but. Those are your two legits. Bailey is is gonna be fighting her way into that card. Nia Jax, where are you? I mean, what what are you gonna do with her? And 
who else do you have? Like, serious, honestly, like, who else do you have to Dana Brooke? Oh, yeah, right. Like, what are you gonna do with her? You can't do shit. With her. By the way, her and that unitard makes her look bigger than she really is. She looks, she looks heavy. I think there's a reason why she's wearing that, but she looks heavy wearing that. And it's funny because I see her in like Instagram pictures. She doesn't look that bad. She, it's just that unitard makes her look heavy. But yes, we need to start implementing new WWE women's wrestlers in that raw division because it is looking shaky and shaky. By the way, that match with Sasha and Charlotte was spot on. I thought it was a very, very well put together match, especially the finish. The finish was excellent. It's one of those things that this has been a year of the woman, but it's also been a thing to where you need to add more women to that mix. This is why it all just seems to be thinning out. I don't I don't know why it shouldn't. You got a stack roster, but it shouldn't be thinning out. And once again, Gallows and Anderson should be way over. Way over. For SmackDown, the the James Ellsworth thing. I'm getting it. It's cool. I, I, I fucks with it. I like it. Especially with Dean Ambrose. I'm telling you guys, Dean Ambrose is your modern day Stone Cold. He's, he's just what it is. He knows how to have fun with the with with the crowd. He knows how to work with the wrestlers. He he shows his crazy side. He shows his anger. <coughs> he shows his goofy side. He's Stone Cold, and, and it's cool. I like it. Got to get him out that fucking that 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 that, that the, the pants and that shit. Got to get him into some wrestling gear. I'm tired of seeing that. It's like the same thing with Cena with the jorts and the fucking cargo pants. It's like enough. I mean, I know that's that's their trademarks, but come on, we, we gotta change that shit up, man. Seriously, start looking like wrestlers these days. Shit. Uh, as for the women's division, there showing more prominence, showing more skill. I'm actually enthralled with the Nikki Bella Carmella thing. I, I funny as it may sound, but yes, I am actually pleasantly enjoying it. It's fun. I, it's cool to see those are two women that could work with each other for a while to to entice heat. Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss is another one. I'm glad to see that they're showing some balls. Becky goes through a table. Fantastic. It, you know, I think I think SmackDown is SmackDown Live is, is starting to take a little bit more risk than they than they usually would with their women than the women on Raw. They they seem more comfortable with with using them more, and I, I'm hoping to see much more of a presence of smackdown women come up a little bit more as well the tag team division in smackdown live it's it's we got to get slater and rhino off by the way rhino looks weird without facial hair he looks fucking bizarre he looks like a gas station attendant without his fucking facial hair he looks just i don't know then with the mutton chops it's like no nah we need to take the straps off of them the Wyatts with Orton, it's not a bad look. It's actually looking really cool, man. It's working for me. It really, really is. It's fucking working. I like it. And, uh, yeah, man, it, it, it seems like something that uh, I hope in the long run, it, 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 it it's not one of those things that it's a corny swerve. I hope it's one of those things that helps the build. And I always said the Wyatts without the belts doesn't hurt them. I, I always think they're their team that should just go in and kick ass and just leave but if you take the belts i always say if you take them if they have them with the belts just drag them shits around act like they mean nothing they don't mean anything they're just, just iconic symbols they don't mean shit they're just 
you know, just just tools of uh, uh, of engaging the audience, and but there's nothing but a a a, a, a symbol of being blah 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 Bray Wyatt nonsense, blah 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 more Wyatt 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 talk, like something I don't know, make something happen. Also, for the Intercontinental Championship, the Miz and Dolph Ziggler angle, you know, the the, the tag match, all's well and good. Continue the rivalry. I'm cool with it. Fine. It, it, it's, it's, it's just one of those things. And by the way, James Ellsworth and AJ Styles, bravo to you, man, to take that fucking style clash off the uh, off the, the the ring steps. That was fucking dope, yo. Welcome to the WWE. Shit, that's some good shit there, man. Kudos to you. And to close out the show with uh, Dean attacking. Uh, AJ, it's like I said, that this is a great, great rivalry. I can't wait to hear Enter Cena, and I want to know how that is going to play out as well. So, and as for uh, 205 Live, uh, it was great to see Richard Swan get the Cruiserweight Championship. I thought it was a good look for the division, as well as he being the indie star that he. He was and still is, and, and being recognized for his work. And, you know, I know everybody is like, "Oh, you know, they gave it to him because he's black or whatever." Oh, you know what? So what? Big fucking deal. And I'm glad that they gave it to him. The guy's a hard worker. He's a great wrestler. He got a, he's charismatic. I just would wish that it would stop that whole shucking and jiving nonsense with him. Just like they do all black wrestlers. I hate when they do that. They all gotta dance, be dancers or sing or something. Can't they just be wrestlers and just let them be who they are? Not this whole, uh, it's it's just just ridiculous. Just just give the guy his props. Let him go out there. Let him represent for himself and represent the the, the division and the, and the, and the, and the company now as the cruiserweight championship. As for the rumors, or I guess not even the rumors, just the, the stories ever said that the uh, most of the crowd left after SmackDown Live. And uh, missed out on 205 Live. Listen, 205 Live is not for everybody. Like, the Cruiserweight division is not for everybody. In fact, I like it that it's like that, that it's a smaller type of audience. I like what they did was is that they, since the crowd left, they dimmed down the lights. And I guess everybody who's sitting else, so they brought them up forward, which is cool. I think that's actually a really good, uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty good premise for an audience such as for the 205 it's like i said it's not for everybody especially it being late you know, it's, a, it's a school or work night it's it's not one of those things that people could stay out later for depending on what time zone what time zone you're in but it's cool i i'm i'm i'm, I'm happy with it i'm happy that they're gonna bring out more um more, more cruiserweights that jack gallagher guy is coming out i guess and um it should be so. It should be something to to, to, to see. I, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it goes over very well. I hope the I hope the, the crowd backs it up. Yeah, I think that I think that's it, man. I think I, I did. I think I ran it down. Yep, that's it. Yeah, we're good. Wow, not too bad. How wow, the show is actually going to be under this week. I know the boss is going to love that. But other than that, be sure you check us out once again. Regular's going to be in the building for House of Glory. Be sure you check out House of Glory at HOGWrestling.net. Student show coming up October 3rd, this Saturday at the Queens Elks Lodge. Make sure you check them out. Check out all information at HOG 
wrestling.net. Be sure you check me out. Check me out, ladies. Cue the music, baby. Yeah, check me out, ladies. I want you guys to get a look at me. Know who I am. Feel my ubiquity. Where's my music at? Where's my... Ooh, yeah, girls. I'm here for your every bit of pleasure. Take a look at Jay Santee. Check him out on Facebook. The regular season sportscast page. As well as on Instagram at regular season sports. Check me out on my Facebook. Jay Santee as well as the YouTube page. I was, about to, I was about to go in too. I thought it was karaoke moment for a second. Shit. All right. So make sure you check us out there. Make sure you check out raiseworks.net for everything, 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 pop culture, geeky, sports, comic books, everything, man. It's, it's just we have a, a, a plethora of things to talk about. Podcasts, articles, reviews, previews. It's all there for you guys. Make sure you check us out at raiseworks.net. You can get me at trsspodcast.com directly. Bookmark it. Put it on your home screen. Get everything there. Get it popping. Get it lit. And uh, oh, before I go, I want to make sure. Uh, Terry, is there anything you want to say? Terry. Mm-hmm. I'm the funkster. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the funkster. Okay. Um. I hope he'll get up to go to his hotel room. He he really finished off like three cases of St. Saint, uh, Ives. Malt liquor. Wasn't even beer. It was malt liquor. Three cases. Okay. So, once again, to you guys coming up. Oh, by the way, I want to tell you guys, listen, before I go, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be finalizing NFL. And also, I got some best of stuff. And I'm doing a yearly rundown of the best of the worst for TRSS. Which is uh, just basically, I'll be getting you guys uh, suggestions and comments on who should win certain awards. It's not like a the TRSSEs or, or the regular leagues or the sportcasties or nothing like that. It's just the best of the worst of TRSS. So I'll have a I'll have a subject matter and we'll come up with something on who should be the winner of said goofy award. So. Be sure be sure you check out the regular season sportscast groups pay for that. All right, so guys. Yeah, I'm going to wrap this bitch up. I'm out of here. Oh, remember, I'm not best for the business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king of talk style and catch you on a rebound. Squash! The regular season sportscast. Sports Kills.